Hello world. Welcome to the Daring World podcast. With your host Frank Mondoze. Today I want to speak to you about a topic that I consider highly important. It's based on a word that's thrown around quite often. That word being hope. And I've always found that the word hope was one of the most disempowering words in the English dictionary. And yet so many people hold on to this word as one of the things that keeps them uh, sane actually. So today this podcast will be dedicated to hope versus inspiration. So here we go. So let's start with talking about the mythical understanding of hope. One of the places hope first emerged was in a Greek myth about Pandora, Zeus, Prometheus, and Prometheus' brother. And I won't go into the whole story. Could look it up online. But bottom line was Pandora was created by Zeus, given some gifts from some generous gods, and sent down to be the wife of Prometheus's brother. Prometheus was already in penance with Zeus, let's put it that way, and he had a bit more in store for the family. So Pandora is sent to Zeus's brother and is given a wedding gift. This wedding gift was what is now known as Pandora's box, although it may have not been a box and actually an urn. But the story goes that Zeus told Pandora not, no matter what she does, do not open the box. She didn't know what was in the box, and that was the point. And in the box contained all the evils of the world. Curiosity got the better of Pandora, and one day she stole the key from her husband and opened the box. And as she opened the box, all the evils of the world came out. We're talking disease, jealousy, hate, plagues, hard toil, misery, crime, revenge, death. All of these things emerged from Pandora's box to now lay its effects on the rest of the planet. And it's also said in that myth that from out of the bottom of the box, one last thing came fluttering out. And it was hope. Hope emerged from the box. And the way this myth has been taken, number one is, you know, curiosity killed the kitty. Uh, being overly curious can be detrimental to oneself. But the piece was that as long as there was hope, there was a chance at redemption. And so that's the way the myth goes. But I can't help but feel the same way as 
the late, great George Carlin. And George Carlin stated that hope could not be a good thing. Why not? It could not be a good thing because it came out of Pandora's box, which was the box of all the evils of the world. So why is it that there's all these evils in that box and then somehow hope comes out of the box and it's like the redemptive energy and Carlin vigorously states, how can that be? If it's the box of evils, it's everything evil in the box. It's not the box of evil plus one redemption. It's not the box of evil plus one good thing. No, it's the box of evils. And so when we look at it this way, we say, oh my goodness. So hope is possibly not as generous and loving as we were told or shared. And what we know is that words are spells. Spelling is the way we write words. That is the act of creating spells. So that leads me to talk about, it's like we must always be aware of the words, the vocabulary that we use because some are actually meant to curse ourselves. So when we speak about things and we say, uh, or like for example, something bad happens and people write FTW, which is F the world or FML, F my life. Well, that is actually a curse. It's like, it's a thing of uh, saying something in disappointment, I'm, I'm saddened or whatnot, but it actually is a way to remove our power. And there's tons of uh, euphemisms that can be found that actually play on disempowering us. But it has become so common language that we just own it and it's like, oh, that's okay. It's just expressing my disappointment, my sadness or whatnot. But it actually is supporting a curse or a spell that you are placing upon yourself. So I'm here to share with you that this word hope falls into one of those spells. And what I've heard every time I've spoken about hope being a bad thing, people have said, well, you've never had disease or you've never been in a situation where you were surrounded by somebody that was going through something very difficult and literally the only thing we had was hope and hope kept us uh, surviving and coping. And I understand that that feeling is one that keeps us alive, let's call it that, or able to continue on toiling in this path of full evils. But what I really would like to seed and what I would really like to offer to everyone is the idea that when we are really feeling into the energy of hope, what we are 
really calling in is inspiration. And so, inspiration serves as an active force. When we look at hope, hope is almost a defeated energy. It literally is for losers. We are in the place where we are unable to move, we are unable to act, we are unable to do anything, we are just set into the energy of sitting back and crossing our fingers that some energy or some grace of God will switch the situation. So hope is 100% absolutely a passive experience. So how can hope be part of the creative process? It's not. It's part of the victim process. It's a victimization. Poor me. I'm in this horrible situation. And the only thing I have is hope. I hope, again, passive and unable to be in creation. Now let's look at inspiration. Inspiration is when we have been lit. We are alive. We have been touched by the grace of some energy, some force that has us inspired. Inspire is almost like taking in a breath. Inspiration. It is the act of filling oneself with something and then being propelled into movement and or action. So when we look at inspiration, we see that it is an active force. Nobody is inspired and then just sits on the couch eating dessert and watching TV. That's not inspiration. Inspiration, once it comes, it hits, there is a movement towards creation. And so what I would like to offer you on this podcast is very simple. It's the idea of tracking your words, tracking the spells that you are casting, and checking if any of them are curses. And if they are curses, that we must take responsibility and change the languaging so that we can actually get into a creative force that is moved by you, that you have full active control, and that is inspiration. So anytime you catch yourself saying, I hope this will happen, see if you could change hope with the word inspire, inspiring, or inspiration. For example, I am inspired to make a change. I am inspired to support equality. I am inspiring you to take control of your life. 
This is inspiration. Inspiration can and should take the place of the word, the word hope from your vocabulary. I've started to do this, and at first it felt weird, awkward, clumsy. But the more I did it, the more I saw that in every situation that I could use the word hope, I can replace it with the word inspire or any of its versions. And sometimes it means changing the sentence around, and sometimes it means restructuring the thought process so that I can present it from the active, positive versus the passive, neutral and so that's my wish and gift for everyone that we start to track the way we use the word hope and that we replace it with any of the versions of inspiration so that's it folks a little short one for you to wet your palate and play with in your own time and in your own place and see how your life actually become, becomes to change and steps into the creator perspective versus the victim perspective of hope. I want to know how you feel about this. I want to know what you think about this. Do you think I'm actually crazy? Do you think all of it is a mess? Or do you think I'm on to something? I'd love to know what you think about this. So leave a comment. Tell me what your experience is with hope and inspiration. And if you've tried the exercise, let me know how it's going. I would love to hear how this simple but potent practice can actually change your life. So on that note, I want to leave you with an invitation to check out frankmondose.com where there is a list of all my upcoming events, all my projects, as well as my online media. It's basically my portal to everything that I uh, touch in the realm of spirituality and ecstasy. And you could always check out thespiritualplayboy.com, which has been recently updated. And uh, follow me on my journeys around the world. So on that note, I want to remind us all to let love free. Because it's the only way we will ever change anything. Peace.